us acting shy when I we know. like talk all the, <laughs> all the time. time. It's something that something happens when you press record for a yeah, podcast. Absolutely. You know? But I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm like, this is my cool. friend. Yeah. Hi. I have to address the obvious and my my love, Erica. She is not with us today. She has, you know, sick babies and that's mom life for you. Yeah. But she is so sad to miss you because she is a big fan of you. And I was like, send me all the questions. So I'm going to be speaking on behalf of both me and Erica. Bomb. Okay, perfect. I love it. And then we'll do some like girl thing after this too. Absolutely. We will do a catch-up session and just a side kiki yeah. moment. Cute. Hi, Felicia. Yeah. Hi, Nat. How are you? Good. Good. How are you feeling today? Today I feel really good. I yeah. feel... Honestly, my answer lately has been blessed because I think no matter what emotion or what like life presents us, when I really break down how it is, I'm like, my kids are happy. I'm happy, healthy, thriving. Like, mm -hmm. it's good, you know? Absolutely. Today feels really good. I feel fantastic. Good. Yeah. I'm so happy you're happy. <laughs> you okay. Guys? There are gifts involved now. Yeah. So... <gasps> I brought you and Erica Mindful Memos by oh Felicia Latour. Oh, my They're so – I'm like – so when you see her, you give this to her. Um, we're going to get to know each other better through these too, They're right? amazing. And you can also do them with the kids. Yeah. Like a lot of the questions um, – it's really just helping you to understand self on another level, you know, and challenging you to go deep within. Yeah. And I think it's a good way for your kids to be aware of self as they're growing up, but then us to kind of go back into our inner child and ask these questions that we probably forgot about, you know? Well, the branding it's is amazing. so good and it's Thank so you. you. Dedicated to my mama, my babies, my sister, and my mindful fee squad. Yeah. This is so, this is, um, well, obviously I have to start with giving you your flowers. You, ever since we became friends, you are Go, go, go. And so inspiring. And it's just so beautiful having a friend that also is so driven, mm -hmm. but you also let your hair down and have fun. Yeah. And that's kind of the whole, you know, concept for the podcast. It's just, do you feel that you have to balance the working hard with playing hard? Absolutely. Yeah. And my playing hard looks a little bit different yeah. these days. You know, I think that my playing hard is honestly like dressing up and being fancy yes. and feeling feminine and being a woman like really tapping into that energy is yeah. my playing hard and getting together with girlfriends or being taken on a day like yeah because so, yeah. we're not trying to have hangovers every day like that's no. just and it's draining we can't. have to wake up and, <laughs> and be moms and guess what the kids mm -hmm. won't let us yeah no I, I literally have to plan it out like okay so we're gonna go out this day do I have the kids the next day like what does it look like, you know? Yeah, but yeah, absolutely. I think I think that's what allows me to have um, so much drive and be able to cater to my ambition is to be able to. I have to play. Like I'm a big kid. I'm like mindful. Fee is literally my inner child. Yes, you know. So it's just it's just her as an adult. Absolutely. <laughs> I have a. There was a quote because you have fire tweets, I oh, swear. Thanks. There's one that says, the overachiever in me doesn't know how to relax in stillness when the task is complete. Working on telling my inner child we have to pivot from this toxic way of thinking because big fee is tired, baby fee. Mm -hmm. Tell mm -hmm. me more about that. Like, what do you tell yourself? Yeah. So I'll, I mean, I think a good example is like, I'll have this like huge project 
and the project would be done. And I'm like, okay, so like, what do I need to do now? Like just sitting in idle time sometimes can be a little bit torturous. I hear that. I hear that. Yeah. And so I'm learning to, in that time, go to yoga, you know, see what a girlfriend's doing, read a book, go on a walk. Like, what am I doing in that time to refuel myself? Because I don't think that I was utilizing free time as refuel time. It's like, I have free time. What's another project I can work on? Or what's another email I can send? So really getting out of that habit of like, Yes, you're an overachiever, but like, it's okay. Um, me and Yasmina, she, well, for those that don't know, Yasmina is my right hand in all in all things life and business. We and love Yas. We love Yas. <laughs> and I was telling, so we have our whole, um, we've been utilizing our calendar, like on another level. And um, Mindful Fee blew up very, very fast. And so we were just kind of like trying to catch up. And then once we caught up, um, we're like, we have to plan this out so that we have like, time to live and like be, and it's not a constant, like, you know, catching up thing. And so now that the, like we had, um, like we're basically like the year is planned out. Um, it forces us to like stay organized. And I'm like, oh shoot, we have like three days of doing nothing because we're done. And I'm like, wait, are we like being lazy? Are we not working hard enough? And both of our therapists told us that, um, we find value in what it is that we do for work. Like, that's where yes. our value is. So I'm like, why do we have this idea that we have to work down to the bone and be dumbass tired, you know? And it's like, okay, now my job is done. I'm like, no, like this is crazy. So um finding the balance in that has been like I it's hear a thing. you. And I, it comes up sometimes, yeah. you know? So I think there's some pleasure in suffering. Like we feel like we're oh supposed God, yeah. to oh, we get a gold star because we worked through this. And it's just, as we're growing up, aren't we supposed to work smarter? Yeah, yeah. But we're fighting our own selves sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I see you and I see us and I see us going to Universal Studios on a weekday. Yeah. And we're like... You know what? We deserve this. And this is why we work so hard down to the bone, the this way that we do. This is why we work so yeah. hard. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. you did the smart thing. I have also a right hand and it's just delegating and just loosening that like rain you have on yeah, your business, your baby. Yeah. Just yeah. also believing that they're rooting for you. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And that's that's one thing that I totally appreciate about having someone that's in it because Sometimes she'll be like, no friend, like, it's okay. Take a break. Like, what do you need? You know? And just, they have your best interest because they're a part of, you know, she's equally invested as I am in the business. And I'm like, what more could I ask for? You know, it's, it's important. Absolutely. So I feel like a lot of our conversations, just when we're doing our thing are, they're about right now. And they're also about what's next. Cause we're very, we're driven and it's so fun kind of riffing with you. And we kind of, We're driven and we're organized. And then here we go. Like we'll make a plan and everything. I, I feel like I haven't asked you much about like baby fee, young fee Mm -hmm. back in the day. Mm -hmm. And I just, a lot of the time, sometimes I'm worried that when you hear like the the past episodes that we've already shared, I've been through a lot and I believe, and I think we've had those conversations, Mm -hmm. but I'd love to know more about, this is about the joy, Mm -hmm. but counterbalancing where you came from. Yeah. Were there any yeah. hard times or any, you know, playing 
too hard moments for you? Mm -hmm. Or what did that look like in your past? So as a child, um, I felt very alone because I grew up in a single parent household. So me, my brother, my sister, and then my brother was always kind of like running around. He's older than me by 16 months. And then my sister is seven years younger. And so I naturally became the responsible child's middle child syndrome, you know? And um, we grew up in Stockton, California, a very small town. And we grew up, we moved schools like, and moved houses like, girl, too often to where it's a little bit, um, in my adult life, a little bit traumatic because when it comes to friendship and stuff, I wouldn't get too close to people because I knew I was going to have to leave. Even in relationship, I had like this three-year cap where I'm like, okay, this is going to end soon. And I had to really learn in my adult life that I don't, first of all, I don't like that. And it's not normal. And to really um, retrain like my relationship and my connection with people because people would be like, you're just so private. And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize I was operating from that space. So um, my mom, she wasn't home a lot. um, And I was just like, I just spent a lot of time by myself or I had one best friend. um, And then we dealt a lot of mental health stuff within our family, drugs and all this stuff. So I've seen a lot at a very young age. And um, I feel like once my mom had my sister uh, is when life kind of like became a little weird because now it's like, there's a third child and my mom is like extra stressed out now. And, and it was just, it was a lot. So My mom got remarried or she got married for the first time um, when I was in eighth grade to my stepdad and he like changed our whole entire lives, went on like a whole different track. We moved into like this big old house and I went to a high school that was predominantly white coming from all black and Mexican. So that was a very weird shift. Yeah. And then, um, but I'm very thankful because that's where I learned a lot about community. It's a very small town. I learned a lot about community. I learned a lot about, um, goals and and setting a goal and reaching a goal. Um, And I moved out when I was 17 from Northern California to LA. I literally was just like, and I started, I started to work. Okay. Let me bring it back. I started to work very early. I got my first job when I was 13 working for a pal. It's police, uh, police activities league. And you just like help, you just take care of like little kids, kind of like a daycare, like after school program, similar to that, but it goes through the police department. So I was doing that and then your maternal energy started early. Oh, super early. Oh my yeah, God. super early. And so when I did that, um, I it, then I ended up getting a job. I was cheerleading. Like I was just always, I've always been this busy person. I've always wanted to figure out how can I make money early? Like just hustle, how hustle, I've yes. been this per, you know, I literally, she's me. And um I I, so we, we move, we're in, I'm in high school and then I'm leave at 17, three weeks after I graduated high school. And I told my mom, I was like, I'm going to move. And me and my mom were not getting along at that time. So I was like, I got to get the hell out of here. Yeah. So I saved up like $700. And then I had some girls from my cheerleading squad that were already living out here in Long Beach. Um, and I'm like, can I like, my cheerleading coach at the time was like, you need to get out of here. There's nothing here for you. I'm like, you're right. And so I ended up moving and they saw I your just, ambition. yeah. And, and I was just like, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to get a job. Like it's yeah. totally fine. Found a job, was working two jobs as hostess and then eventually a waitress and, um, like putting myself through school. I was just paying out of pocket 
And I was like 18 years old. When I look at it now, I'm like, girl, you know, but like 18 years old, just like out here figuring it out. You know, I was um, at Cerritos JC. I was studying, <gasps> studying dental. Yeah, yes. I was so studying I dental. There. Really? Yeah. I'm like, it's just so like calm. It was a good transition. Imagine I moved from Northern California to this small town and then I move to LA and I'm in the middle right away. I'm no, like, no, no, that's I think that would have been all bad. <laughs> All bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You did the right thing, honestly. I think so too. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, I've always been like, I've always been this person. And I think that a lot of, um, when I was younger, I didn't feel heard. I felt like I was, I was told a lot that I was like too emotional and overly dramatic and, you know, and it broke a part of my spirit. So I think it's very funny to me how Mindful Fee is me doing exactly that. And I never stopped. You're doubling down on it. Even, yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Literally, Mindful Fee is my inner child just able to spread her wings and in a safe it. space. And I've attracted people that feel the same exact way, you know, about Absolutely. like their own lives. So, I mean, that's like it kind of in a nutshell. Um, but I think the thing that really force me into not force me but like pivot me into the mental health part is like dealing with family like yeah. the things that i've dealt with with family and drugs and girls just just substance abuse in general and the way that it affects your mental health and me being so curious on like why is this person like this or like really breaking that down yeah. it um it just forced me to just put that, wrap it up in like a pretty bow and make it more of like a lifestyle and normalizing this taboo topic, especially within our communities, you know? Yeah. And, um, cause it's not talked about or it's just like, oh, they're a crackhead, like you move on. And it's like, no, 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 like there's something behind here. Um, so I think my curiosity has, has really like brought me here, you know? Yeah. It's, it's truly, it's a miracle. <laughs> I no, I'm just yeah. like I'm so in awe. I almost feel like seeing what it can do to you, the damage substance abuse can do to you. Yeah, really turned you off on that's not the life I want to lead. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. me with my stepdad, we were both substance abusing together, so mm -hmm. he was the first um, example I had. But I was also already in it. Yeah, if I saw it beforehand, I had it in my blood because my dad was my dad who I never met that he's my biological father. Mm -hmm. He was an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. So just addict behaviors in my blood, like I was bound to get right. there. I have to fight it every day actually. Yeah. But, um, my stepdad was the first example and he was the one who gave me the narcotics. Yeah, so yeah. we're both learning together and I wish I saw it way before then. So I was like, ew. Yeah. Yeah. But instead it was just intriguing. And I was already a bad teenager. Yeah. So I was ready. Yeah. Do you, do yeah. you do? So I'm going to ask you a question. I'm like, we're going to flip the podcast. Oh, that's um, what we do. Okay, okay. So I'm curious to what was your reasoning? Was it just because you wanted to have fun or was there a deeper issue? So I felt abandoned since birth okay. because I didn't meet my dad. Right. Right. And so talk about trying to fit in. I'm trying to be, show that I was worth keeping alive and not being mm. thrown away. Like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I wanted to prove that to my mom Oddly enough, I wanted to prove to my mom, like, I'm worth existing. Mm. And then I was also fighting, but let's self-sabotage because I don't even deserve to be here. I wasn't mm. even invited into mm -hmm. the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm always, I, in the past, I know my value now. It took a long time to get there. Yeah. But in the past, I was like, I feel like I'm destined to just 
fuck around and experiment mm. because I have nothing to lose because I lost at birth mm. of like the wholesome family you assume to have. When I realized that should never um, be the, that's not the prototype. Life looks like so many different things yeah. for so many people. Just like someone feeling like you need mom and dad. Mm -hmm. Like I mm. come from a single mom too. So you come out of it. I don't know how, you know, sometimes we look at our life, like, how are we here? Yeah. But for me, I just, when you have that addict, addict tendency in your blood too, mm -hmm. it doesn't, it's not for everyone, but for me, I feel that all of it was good. All of it worked on me. All of it was fun. I totally um, started neglecting my academics in college mm -hmm. for smoking weed and the like orange orchard trees and mm -hmm. just listening to underground hip hop. I was that girl like mm -hmm. showing up and that was the life. And I look at it now with, instead of being a victim, I'm just like, what a wild girl. Like you were mm -hmm. so full of life. I'm yeah, glad yeah, you yeah. didn't die. Yeah, girl, right. Period. You, you know, when you look back, you like, whoa, I should have been wrapped around somebody's pole. Like, <laughs> Jesus, thank yeah. you, you know? No, no blackouts, girl. no blackouts anymore. And like, it's been decades, but it's just, the way that the universe was taking care of whoever are like spiritually, mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. looks like we were being carried Girl. because we have a higher purpose Girl. here. Yeah. Isn't it? It's a trip when you really break it down. Yeah. yeah. All the time I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, this is just automatically destined for greatness because it's like, yeah. 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 So yeah. that's why when I see that someone's either going through it now or did, they are not used goods to me because mm -hmm. I am them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyone who has any judgment of people that have been through it and you've seen it, they like, there's a reason why it happened. Absolutely. Let's, Absolutely. let's pray for them. Mm -hmm. Let's hope that they come out of it because they've been, they've been disregarded in society mm -hmm. even. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't for my own, it's crazy because I have friends that we were all on that path. And for some reason, I like was so driven that I was like, oh, I'm destined for a better life. Mm -hmm. So I might have my little happy hour every now and then still, but am I driven? I'm so driven. Mm -hmm. So it's a very weird push and pull between the party life and the like, Natalie deserves the world and I have a purpose to heal and help other people. Life. Yeah. I also think too, um, I think I really believe in that we're all addicted to something, you know? Yes, and yeah. I think that for my addiction has yeah. been to work to like indulge myself in like overworking. Yeah. So really finding out like, well, why am I overworking? Like, why, why do I feel like I have to, like, I can't stop, you know? I think that that like was my- Oh yeah, I'm like, that was totally my drug of choice is like working, you yeah. know? So, um, yeah, I mean, it goes back to that tweet is like, no, how do we tell baby Fee like, it's okay, girl, just chill and kick it and be whatever. If you're being still, if it's uncomfortable, be uncomfortable, you know, or find ways to not be uncomfortable, like, but not, don't feel like you have to go straight to overworking and like really like working down to the bone to where you're exhausted, you know? Cause I'm yeah. like, then that's a whole nother problem that ends up coming up that you have to deal with. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And this week you were moved by something that I was moved by and it's how creatives, they have this very particular output because they, well, outsiders have a, uh, they are, they have a desire to be creative because they are trying to reframe their story. Yeah. 
yeah. and try to make sense of it all mm -hmm. and build, create your identity. So because you were alone a lot, it makes sense that you jump into a creative field such, such as makeup yeah. and beauty and just an art form yeah. in itself. Mm -hmm. I'd love to know like more about how that all came about. Yeah. So I've always watched my mom doing makeup. My mom is very, very, very creative. Um, and I would literally like go into her bathroom and she would do makeup and I would just watch her. And then sometimes she would kick me out like, I just need a minute. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but um, I would just watch all her steps, everything that she would do. And then my, for, I would help my mom a lot with my brother and my sister. So my reward would always be like, oh, I'm going to take you to the matte counter and get you like one of the $15 eyeshadows. And I get yes. like the electric blue and like, you know, the lip glass. Like it's yes. gross, like glue on your mouth. I know. <laughs> Shout out MAC makeup artists because mm -hmm. they really sold their products. Girl, right? So Sold. Yes, yes, absolutely. They're, it's a, it's Hustlers. a brilliant company. We love girl. And so, um, <laughs> so then that became my goal. So when I had braces, um, going to the dentist and going to the orthodontist was like my favorite. So straight out of coming from Northern California, you're not necessarily anything creative. Nobody's creative. It's, I mean, not saying nobody's creative. Nobody has a career in creativity, shall I say. Mm -hmm. And, um, I ended up, uh, going to school for dental hygiene. I was like, oh, I want to be a dental hygienist. Yeah, because I loved it and I and I, I loved teeth. I loved my journey of teeth. I don't love other people's journey of I teeth. teeth. I learned that girl after the first year in I school. I had braces for six years, so I know. Yeah, and so I, so I told myself, okay, what's going to happen is because I couldn't get um, financial aid because I was still under, I think you're, it was like, if you're under a certain age, you have to use your parents, um, yeah. you, like their uh, tax information. And my mom was like, well, I can't afford to send you to yeah. school. I have, you know, she still had my sister in private school. And so I was just like, okay, so what I'm going to do is like, I'm going to pay for my school for the first, you know, year or whatever. And I started college classes when I was in high school because I was just like, I'm going to get this over with. You're like, so smart. Girl, I was I like, come on. I so I had the majority of like, you know, your first two years, like your AA program. So I had a majority of that done. Yeah. Um, and then, so when I came out here, um, I would always like when we would get go out to um, Hollywood and all this stuff with my girlfriends, we would all like put makeup on and they would be like, Fee, can yeah. you do my makeup? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So then I was able to really utilize like what I was learning or all the things that I would do or I would be in choir class. And then, you know, one of my, my girlfriend, her name was Sarah at the time. And what's her name? Sarah's. What is her last name? What's it like? Girl, she's so it starts with a G. Aww. But she was so funny and shout literally, out Sarah. shout out Sarah. <laughs> and um, she would just be like, can you do my eyeshadow? And I would just do her eyeshadow. And then our choir teacher, Miss Messick, would be like, can you put the, put the brushes down? Like, <laughs> so classic. So I was just doing it all the time. Yeah. And so I ended, so, you know, I ended up becoming a makeup artist at 19 um, because when I moved to LA is when I realized like, oh, the opportunity is very big. You know, I'm like, there's a lot, I can do anything that I want to do, like literally anything. And, and sometimes that's um, having that freedom and that knowing can kind of be a little bit of a struggle because yes. it's like, now I have to choose something, but I knew that it was makeup at that time. And yeah, so I got my first client. My first celebrity client was Shamar Moore. How isn't that so random? You know the actor? You know the actor. No, don't say that. Cause I just saw Sonic 2. And he's Sonic 2 with Diggy. I saw it with Diego. And he's still without his shirt on. 
And I'm like, he is aging like fine wine. Yeah, literally. So that was my very first celebrity client. And I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. And then, you know, because we're in LA, it's like everybody knows everybody. And it's really not that challenging. Like when you're in the mix, you're in it. And And then then, word spreads. Absolutely. Super quick. And so, you know, it's like people always need a makeup artist. People always need. And so I just kept going, kept going. And then, um, yeah, my career, I just started to get better and better. And I think Google that, her to see all those names. Like, <laughs> and then she... I think, and I think that, um, my love for connecting with women and really talking about mental health and really like seeing people for who they really are and falling in love with people's spirit yeah. came from makeup because when people get in the chair, you see who they are Confidence with nothing boost, on. For sure. Yeah. And then you see the transformation that the makeup does. And I knew that with me, it was so much more than, you know, the outside craft. It was more of like, I'm speaking to people's spirits and I'm making people feel confident and feel good about themselves. So I started to just keep on expanding that, keep on expanding that. And then obviously when I had kids, it was like, okay, I need to do something else now too, because, um, just doing makeup and all this time that I'm spending away. No, it's not working for you. I, I didn't want to be working so much that I was repeating what my mom had to do. Like, I don't have to do that. Like, you know, my mom had to go to work full time, you know, with three kids. And I'm like, but that's not my journey. So mm-hmm. how do I make sure that I'm not um, repeating you that cycle? yourself. Absolutely. Yes. So I'm, and I'm like, I love to work. I love to make money. I love to be creative, but I also really love to be a mom. And so I'm very thankful because I've been able to find the balance in that, you know, yeah. of like, I want to do a little bit of all these things because they all speak to parts of who I am as an individual before being a mom, like me as Felicia, you know? So, um, so yeah, just makeup. I'm like makeup, led. it blows my mind how makeup led, but I always knew that it was going to lead me to something bigger. I would always tell myself like, no, I'm, 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 this is leading me somewhere else. And when I reached the glass ceiling, I was like, I can't really go any further mm-hmm. within here and yeah. just being real. And then after a while, it stopped speaking to me. It didn't move me the way that it used to, which is why I was like, okay. And I have to be moved or I'm not going to do it. I'm like, I'm like, nope, you're not talking to my spirit anymore. What, what, am, what else am I supposed to do? I have, cause that's what keeps me alive. That's what keeps me, keeps me going. You know? I'm like, I'm just in awe. Cause we have such similar paths when it comes to yeah. that. Cause I was a writer. Yeah. 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 And now I'll do like a little, I'll drop a little moment and just like you, you'll drop a little, like, um, you'll do someone's makeup when it feels good. Yeah. It's not, you're not waiting for that next gig though, because mm-hmm. you've created something for yourself that has to do with honoring your family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel you so much on that. It's mm-hmm. like, you were like, this isn't working for me. I'm going to create it. So yeah. when did this happen to you when you had your bright idea did the universe kind of organically move you in the way? And you're like, what the, like, this is all falling to place how I want it to, because you're like manifesting that moment. Absolutely. And with me, um, my mom taught me the power of vision and manifestation as a little girl. And I didn't know what she was doing. And I'm so grateful that she did that. Um, but she would do things like, um, do you remember the department store Dillard's? Of course. Okay. So my mom used to take me to Dillard's and it would just be her and I, and she would take me into the dress um, department and have me try on like big fancy dresses and have me visualize like me, like doing something fancy. We would never buy one because we couldn't, but she would always put me in positions of really understanding the power of manifestation. I don't think that that's what we were calling it at that time. Right. Right. But 
it was something she's been doing even down to like, I love to journal and I love to look back at journals and yeah. to see my thoughts and to see me visualizing these things and to watch them happen years after. I'm like, the things that I'm doing now are things that I've imagined since I was a little girl. So it doesn't take me by surprise, but it definitely is exciting to let me know the power that we have as humans as, as spirits, you know? Yes. So, so yeah, it's the universe definitely, um, it, 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 it opens up for us as long as we're on path of like alignment, you know, and doing the work and being a good person. I think that it, everything, it falls into place, you know? Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I feel like I struggle with, um, the oversaturation mm -hmm. of using manifestation as a buzzword. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's some leaders or not influencers in the social media world that think like by my class to manifest and you will have your dream life. Yep. It's just, we need to address that. That's not, it doesn't work that it way. Doesn't work like it's that. truly really putting energy into the concept and working hard. Girl, that's why I'm telling you when it comes to mindful fee, that's why I really, really, really enjoy what I do. Yes. And why I even created the mindful memos is because I just didn't believe in, and I don't believe in this idea of you standing in front of the mirror saying, I am beautiful. I am beautiful to believe you're beautiful. Like, okay, girl, can we talk about why you feel like you're not beautiful? Like you need to go deeper to really correct, correct what's at the root. And then everything will start to what's blossom. What's this imposter syndrome? Yeah. I'm yeah. like, let's really figure Like, let's get down to the bottom of like, what is the problem? You know? And I think a lot of people, they look at, um, like, I mean, let's just say like a plant, for instance, like you're looking at the top of the plant, like, oh, it's not blooming or it's not growing how it's supposed to. But it's like, but did you go down to the root to figure out why it's not happening? People don't dig deep anymore. It's just this fantasy and this illusion of like manifestation. But it's yeah. like, there's a lot of work that you have to do to get there. And with Mindful Fee, I'm thankful that I've created this community and, um, they support me in, in giving me like, you know, a platform to be yes. able to speak. Like I'm going to always, I tell them all the time, like, I'm going to challenge you guys to grow. I'm not going to give you the answers. I'm going to tell you to keep going inside of yourself because that's where the answers are. But for you taking somebody's class or whatever is like, not nah, like mm -hmm. it's bullshit. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a moneymaker. It's know? a scam. And you know, I also we know the when the we see the real deal. Absolutely. So shout out to everyone that's the real deal. That's and really a lot that. of these yeah. people are my friends. I we see that and we see that they put the work in, the blood, sweat, and tears, and they're sharing their gift. Yeah. Such as someone like you. And what I love about what you do in every output is that you're like, this is what I'm doing anyway to heal myself. Yeah, I want to share this with you. Absolutely. I'm like, mindful fee is literally me just living my life out loud. Like yeah. that's the Period. only thing. And then I'm able to create products that support that. And then yeah. that's how we make money is like the message is free. I never wanted people to pay for the message unless I'm doing, you know, this, this big, um, like show or something, but I've always been like, I, I really focus on sharing my message for free because I knew that I had moms and other young entrepreneurs that needed this information. Yeah. And I feel like to have somebody pay for, for this is not, it just never felt right in my spirit. So creating products that you can use in your day-to-day -day life. Now that feels great because yeah. you know, I'm like, that's where we need to do it. So I'm just, I'm, I'm thankful that I did it this way, you know, and it's only just going to keep going up. Well, I see it's exciting. you. I see you. Absolutely. <laughs> and so 
because this, you know, this podcast is about fun forever and what it means is just we've all been through so much and, you know, practicing defiant joy and you play and just tapping into our inner child is so important. And I want to talk about friendships, female mm -hmm. friendships for a minute. Cause it's yeah. like, I truly, I don't know if you felt this way. I'm very, you know, me, the mm -hmm. emotional Pisces over here, <laughs> yeah. the nostalgic, the like loyal, like I'm just nostalgic like, a little, like love me. Like, like a love hungry person. Mm -hmm. um, I have to tell you, every time we hang out, I feel giddy and happy. Cause we're just, little so, girls. We're, we're just, just little girls. We're just silly. Yes. And I truly believe our inner children, like our teen girl, like the teen I missed because I was doing all the drugs. Mm -hmm. I get to be her now when I'm with people I love like mm -hmm. you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, I'm like hanging around people that speak to your inner child mm -hmm. as they're listening to their inner child is like, Gold. I think the word nostalgic is like, it's a, it feels like home. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like sisterhood and friendship, it needs to feel like home, which is why we also have homegirl energy. Because it's yes. like, oh, you have homegirl energy. You're speaking to my inner child. I'm speaking to your inner child. And then we go out and back into the world and we just like inspire other women to do the same thing, yeah. you know? And you know when, I only know this side of you because mm -hmm. I'm lucky enough that, you know, we clicked yeah. We're, you know, we're both lucky to have found each other. Absolutely. What does it look like when the energy is off? Have you had to learn or unlearn how to um, keep people around longer than they deserve to be in your life? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Tell me about that. Girl. So I, um, that part of the journey, Hard. I think needs to be spoke about a lot Straight more often up. because when you're transitioning to a space where you're able to look at yourself and, and really say, these things no longer serve me. These people no longer serve me. These are not bad people, but I need to create distance so that I can elevate and get to the next level that I need to go to on my journey, not only for myself, but for my children and my family and people that love me. Um, it's important to watch the energy that's around. And I'm super, I'm Scorpio. So I'm very sensitive to energy and very like, I can feel when it's not right. And I go off of, um, I, I've had to quiet the way that I feel inside for a long time as a child because it was quote unquote too much. Yeah. And um, it was never too much, but as an adult, that's why it's so important for me to be like, no, I have to honor myself. Like, Nah, I don't like that. And you can literally see it. We had somebody come in and help us with a project. And me and Yaz looked at each other and we're like, it's not right. Mm -hmm. I was like, we've never had these kind of problems. And I can see on her face. I can feel her energy. She can feel my energy. And we're like, okay, let's take a moment. What is the common, you know, common factor here. And we're like, What's oh, new? Yeah. Yeah. We're like, oh, this person, this person had us like out of flow coming on to quote unquote help, but really was causing like so much confusion. And so saying all that to say, I can feel it. I can see it because I've um, organized my life in a space to where I hang around things that feel good yeah. and that speak to me and I feel comfortable. So when I add one thing, if, um, the energy is off. It's like, oh, that one thing, that's, that's the new, that's the newest part of the routine. Like, oh, all I did was add this new moisturizer. Yeah. But your whole face is breaking out. All right, cool. So the moisturizer has to go, yes. but really breaking it down. And I spent a lot of time, um, in isolation when I first started that journey. And it took me years to kind of like 
really start to like yeah. get people out. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's cause you're probably an empathetic person too. So yeah. you're just like, Ugh, Oh, that must not feel good for them. I'm not a confrontational person or like antagonistic. Girl. So I'm not here to, you know, create a negative moment, Yeah. but you also need to take care of you first. Yeah. And then who knows what they're saying? They could say behind your back, like she's a bitch or something. It's like, or does she have boundaries? That, that part. I was just talking to one of my homeboys. We grew up together. Well, when I first moved to LA, um, so like my, I always say like my LA, like is mm-hmm. LA, uh, really raised like the adult version of me and yeah. obviously in partnership with the younger version of me, but, and I haven't seen him in years and we were talking and he was just like, you know, I had to distance myself from the old group because, um, they were all kind of just still in this bubble and living such a limited linear life. And yeah. I wanted my life to expand and I was one of the first people to not really hang out with everyone. To like and break through. Yeah. And everybody was just like, oh, he's tripping and da, 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 da. And I'm like, no, he just wants to live a fuller life. And you guys don't understand. But do, you can't you can't call. I mean, you can do whatever you want. But like, it's not okay to call somebody crazy because they want their life to be bigger. And you can't think that big. Yeah. And it also know? shouldn't be their, um, that's their defense mechanism. Absolutely. Too. Yeah. Like, what did I, you know, what did I do? And so I told him, I'm like, I get it. I was like, you know, I get it. Like I've been there too. And I was like, but also like, look at my life now. I needed mm-hmm. to make those decisions to yeah. be where I'm at now because we weren't vibrating on the same level. And sometimes it just is what it is. And it's like, you're not a bad person, but I'm trying to go, I got to go up from here. Like, so it, it's important to really watch that, um, to watch that energy. And it's like, if one person has this energy, like you're gonna, and let's say it's a dark cloud, like eventually you're gonna get rained on. Like, Yes. That's just the reality of it, you know? So I feel, I can feel if the energy is off. Absolutely. And no, absolutely. Yeah, you can like, you see the aura floating. Yeah. I'm just like, this is, mm-hmm. this is not feeling good in my heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like in Los Angeles, this is all I've ever known. You've been other places, but LA, I just feel like there is um, communities, very important. I'm just thinking of these, the buzzwords and who's really practicing it, you yeah, know? Yeah. And I'm just like girl power, like female founder, commu- community, all of that. And I just feel that we can see right through it yeah. when it feels like it's a one-sided relationship. Mm-hmm. What do you do when you feel like people are either, either um, in your life for the likes, for the follows, mm-hmm. for the selfies? How do you kind of make sure that you're protecting your, your people, your energy, your very, very sacred aura. Yeah. It's, it, it, this is so aligned. I, when I was on the phone with Yasmina in the car, we were talking about this and we have, I say we, because it's, she's a part of protecting this aura. And I've, we've, I've done a lot of work to really understand that, um, I'm a blessing in people's life, you know, and, and what I bring, whether it's conversation, whether it's enlightenment, whether it's, you know, belly laughs, whatever it is, it's a blessing to be here. And in dating, um, I noticed that guys will say like, just thank you for allowing me into like your aura and your energy. And I was like, oh shit, like, this is like, you're right. Like you're (laughs) actually right. Like you saying that has really helped me understand it. So in, in business, um, we're, we just had this conversation yesterday. It's like crazy. And I love that. We always do that. Yeah. I was telling Yaz, we're working on a project and 
I told her, I said, can you do me a favor? I was like, can you make sure that I never do this again? And I said, because doing this project with this person, we're calling it quote unquote partnership, doesn't feel like partnership. It feels like uh, it's very heavy on the mindful fee side. And I don't like how that feels. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, um, you know, the, the person knows what they're doing, but I'm catching on now. And I've known this person for a while. So I'm like, huh. Then we just had this beautiful um, partnership that we did with Christina uh, Martinez. And when I tell you it was the most effortless, amazing, like collaboration I've ever done in my whole entire Somebody's life. Somebody's blooming such a beautiful, Girl, beautiful like output. Because so it was, because it, it was, um, it was alignment. Mm -hmm. It was, it was a Synergy. great, yeah, it was a great definition of, um, just like a, a brand partnership. It was just, it was all of it. She carried her weight, I carried my weight. And I think that's why I like to work with you so much too, is because it never feels too heavy on the other side. It's right. like, how can we both support one another and what it is that we're doing? And it's like, some people get it and some people don't. Some yeah. people are just to ride the wave. So literally I told Yaz, I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I was like, if it doesn't align and people are not able to at least take some of the weight, I was like, it's, it's not going to work because what, what, what is that helping? Like that's only helping the other person. You're not helping us elevate. And Absolutely. we also need to, this is a business. It's a business. We like, we like to have fun and all these things, but like I have to spend all this time away from my children on certain projects by busting my ass. And you're just like, selfieing it up the whole entire time and it's like do you want to come and help you can come Hello. help and be a part of what it is so just um I'm learning because I'm very empathetic but I'm learning and I'm uh practicing shall I say like to really be like yeah nah absolutely like, if it doesn't flow you not. gotta go if it don't flow gotta go my favorite my favorite words <laughs> I, feel, I feel like you're such a giver too yeah like you're yeah, just yeah. like so that's really hard I'm also yeah. the same way I'm just like you have so much, I think the thing that we have that that's why we have to watch ourselves. We have, we figured it out for ourselves. Yeah. So we have so much, we have so much to give because we've created a life where there is room to help yeah. others. Yeah. But some people also don't deserve girl the extra time and energy. Yeah. Respectfully. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've had to. Okay. You know what, too, Nat? I think that my therapist helped me a lot with that to really understand it because I didn't understand it. And I really think that having homegirls and people that love you and want to really see you win, like on a spiritual level, on a physical level, on a mental level, is important because they help watch your back. I was telling Yaz, I was like, we all have each other's, every woman that's in my life, we have each other's back. Like, mm, yeah, no. Like, you know, like, mm, I don't, I think you should look at it this way. So I think that that also helps create, you know, the boundaries because somebody's like, hey, uh, heads up, like watch out for that thing, you know? But yeah. if you don't have that and you're catching everything on your own, sometimes it's hard to um, see past that people are just like trying to use you for a come up, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then, and then it's interesting. I'm at that point of I've passed the giving, giving, giving. I'm almost like, uh, is this, are we reciprocating support almost on, on guard? Yeah. Yeah. You, I'm yeah. super protective of fashion mamas because a lot of brands want to tap into the community. It's a lot of women yeah, that yeah. they can get support from free advertisement. Yeah. And it's just, I'm very protective of it to the point, like who knows what they're saying behind closed doors. 
but we are not going to budge on our, we know our value Girl. and I know, yeah. you know, your value. And I've, and I've, that's the, that's the reason why I really, really enjoy mindful future. I'm like, I love, I, I really enjoy my company a lot. I enjoy the community <laughs> and I've just gotten, I'm so protective. I'm right? so protective over Mindful Feet that there's a reason why I don't do a lot of, um, you know, like sponsored posts. Like it has to be aligned. Like there's just certain things that I'm like, yeah, nah, like, because I really like, I fuck with my community. Like those are my like dogs. When people say stuff like <laughs> the internet is not real. Well, it's real to me because I really love these people and I thought they love me too. Yes. <laughs> like, and this yes. is how we communicate with each yeah. other and share energy. Mm -hmm. Do you know if we weren't safeguarding our communities, we'd probably be on the moon now because like we'd sell our souls. Girl. Yeah. And, and we I, can, yeah. so we cannot compare. Yeah to people who scale all the way up because they've sacrificed something. Yeah, and I, I've i had several like big influencers sit me down and they're like, how, and they have like millions of followers and they'll literally ask me like, how did you build a community the way you do? Like even, you know, watching, um, you know, they're looking at comments and views and likes and like, you know, is this, is this, um, are you profiting? Like they're seeing all of it and they're like, how did you do it? And I was like, I was just myself the whole time. I'm, I, I'm genuinely being myself that cares about people. So it just, it just does it. I'm like, and really early on, I was just like, I can't like, no, I'm like, I don't use that product. I don't believe in your products. Like, Cause your community would hold you accountable. Yeah. And then what happens when I, when it's time for me to create products, I didn't burnt them all out because it's like, I'm putting all these ads all over the place. So I, I, oh I always God. stuck to like, I have to build my thing. And then when partnerships and stuff come along, then we can see how it fits or whether it can be partnership within events. Like how does it, but it was so important for me to keep it that mom and pop feel, you know, yes. as much as possible. And it's, it's more work. It's a lot more yes. work as you know, but, um, I know that long-term, the more and more that we keep on doing it, I think that that mom and pop feel is what makes women feel like, Oh, I feel seen. It doesn't feel so commercialized, you know, cause you can get that anywhere. You yes. can go online and Google motherhood and they're going to tell you the top, you know, mommy blogs and um, or mommy influencers. And I bet right. you anything, it's like cookie cutter, not real. It's this beautiful family. That's just like sitting there, but nobody's like, man, fuck these kids. Like, <laughs> you know, like being all the way real. We have yeah. To be. yeah, we have to be. And I think that if you get us, you get it. And if you don't, there's so many other options out there. Totally. Yeah. But like, this is, this is for our people. Yeah. For and sure. I, I love it. I'm like, it's just a whole bunch of people and we're all alike. Yeah. I love it. I love it. it. Oh I love it. Yeah. So play, what does play look like today for you? What do you do? I know you're, you're always got the, your face is, you always have your makeup and it's beautiful and your music, <laughs> makeup and music. And I, I don't know. I just, when I think of you, I'm just like big smile. You're just like, yeah. What are, what does play look like for you today? Ooh, okay. So play looks like, um, actually literally today we're going to, um, the Georgia Smith concert with like a group oh, of girlfriends wow, at the, at the Hollywood cemetery. So like, wow. yeah. So doing like girlfriend stuff, um, going out to eat is like one of my favorite things to do that I've finally accepted because I've dated some guys that I'm like, you like to eat out too much. And I'm like, no, I just like dressing up in the whole, like the whole experience. The experience. I'm like, it's the experience. Um, ooh, hanging out with my friends, I think is very fun. And I, I also really, really enjoy um, kid time, yeah. like doing fun shit with my kids, like festivals and, you know, all that stuff. Um, I like going on dates. <laughs> dates are good. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, 
It's, I feel like I like very simple, like yes. I really enjoy good conversation and drinks too. Like, yeah. like sitting and having good conversation to where it feels like a ping pong ball, you know? Yeah. I think that's, best. that's like my favorite, one of my totally top favorite things. Yeah. Well, you are one of my, you are someone, you're someone that I value in my life and I adore you. And you bring me so much joy Aww, and friend. you are a perfect example of what fun forever is. And I love you. I love you too. So before we go, do you have anything coming up? I feel like I'm going to see you a bunch. Like yeah. by, by this comes out, by the time this comes out, like the Mother's Day collection will be out. Mother's Day collection and our um, spring mama market. Our spring mama market. Mm -hmm. Mind mindful memos yeah. i cannot wait to i think can is this age appropriate for my littles can me and the yeah. kids play yeah, yeah. with this yeah definitely age appropriate for the kids because it just it, it's teaching them to be self-aware you know and it's really teaching us to be self-aware and tap into our inner child but they're already children um one of my mamas um she sent me a text message and she has a teenager and she said Felicia, I'm so proud of you in these cards. She said they're um, they're like the new. Uh, you remember uh, what is it? Chicken noodle soup for the teenage soul. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my she god. She said throwback. this is. Yeah. She was like, this is what she's like. It's like a new age, you know. But yeah, they're they're fantastic. I'm excited for you to like be able to like really experience them. Can you imagine me and Diego doing? This? Absolutely. Aww, Diego. And, is yeah. And, at that age. Yeah, and allowing him to just think. Peace loves to do it. She loves to pull I it. She, it. yeah. So. Um, even like when we're doing the live, I think I'm going to have her go on there too and be like, express yourself. Like, I want to know, how do you feel about this thing? Sometimes she'll try to answer for me. The other day I pulled a card and it was like, how do you express your inner child? And she was like, drinking wine. And I was like, well, wait, but like our inner child. So kids don't really drink wine peace. And she's just like, oh, okay. I'm like, Stop. and mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh um, my God. They're watching. They watch every move we make. That's so fun. Yeah. Diego literally said, mommy loves tequila. <laughs> And you're like, I'm like, you're right. But damn, I feel so like exposed and seen at the same time. <laughs> you're like, they're wa literally, they're watching us. But you know what? These are the memories. They're going to be like, mommy was dancing Absolutely. and having a ball. Absolutely. So Absolutely. yeah. So yeah. it's just amazing to be passing down joy to our kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm so proud of you. Thank and you, you know me, I'm forever rooting for you. And I love collaborating. We'll continue the fun. And Would yeah. this be out by our May 20th event? Um, I think this is going to align with that. Yeah. So we have a Woo. May 20th event where we're going to be talking about the mindful memos and doing journaling and all the things. Yeah. Asking all the uncomfortable questions in a fun way to help you just realize yourself. I'm yeah. excited, girl. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so excited. We did it. We did it. Yay. Thank you for having me, Natalie. Thank you. We love you, Erica. We miss you. Yes, Erica. <laughs> we're sending you hugs and yeah. love. Yes. Okay. Bye, everyone.